0: Hey folks, I wanted to put a huge, red, flashing, enormous, gigantic letters, spoiler warning, at the beginning of this episode in case people are just listening along in their podcast player and didn't look at the title of this episode before it started playing. We are going to be talking about episode 509 of Lost Girl, 44 Minutes to Save the World, and some of you might be confused, thinking, but Stephanie, I didn't think that Lost Girl started airing on Showcase until September 6th. I understand your confusion because you are correct. The second half of season five does not begin to air on showcase the channel until September 6th. However, late last week, around the 20th, 19th or 20th of August, they Showcase announced that they would be streaming this first episode of the second half of season five on their website, as well as a bunch of other places. So if you were unaware, if you did not know that you could go watch episode 509, Stop this podcast, run and go do that, and then come back. This episode is our first impressions. We are going to release our longer discussion of the episode after it airs on Showcase the channel, so we'll be releasing that either on or after September 6th. Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 109. Listening to Drinks of the Doll, a podcast waystation for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I am Chris. And we are talking about, incredibly, because it feels like it was forever and a day between first half of season five and the second half of season five. Mega! No, kidding. Kidding. We are talking about episode 509, 44 minutes to save the world, and giving our first impressions about this episode. And I'll say it again, just in case you weren't paying attention at the very beginning. Yes, we are talking about episode 509, the first episode of the second half of season five. In case you missed it, Showcase decided to make the episode available early for streaming on their website. If you have not seen that episode, there's going to be big spoilers for you in this discussion. So go watch 44 Minutes to Save the World before you listen to us here, And I'll also say again that we are releasing the shot episode this week, but we're going to wait to release our longer episode until after 44 Minutes to Save the World airs on Showcase on September 6th. So let's get started with our first impressions. Annie, give us a little quick review. What did you think about this episode? I'm on pins and needles because I just have no idea how you might feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I loved it so
2: much documents, goodness! Yeah. Goodness is not the word I was expecting. <laughs> <sighs>
1: um, but yeah, they seem to move the story forward a bit more with the ancients and Hades finally coming up from Tartarus. And But since there's so many new characters this season, I feel like the story needs to tighten up a bit, and I'm like get rid of a few. <laughs> it's a terrible thing to say, but because there's so many characters now, so I'm hoping that things start to move forward and wrap up a bit more, but now there's more questions because will Z and Hera still be around? You know, where's the story with Bo's father going and who's telling the truth about Aoife? But more importantly, when is the document sex coming? That's my review.
2: Okay. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. It's but
1: hard. We have to, we have to try. Here Chris. we go. That's what you get for putting me first. <laughs>
2: I, I thought the episode was okay. I'm I'm glad the story with Hades progressed as much as it did. I was a little surprised that it did after how long it's been going on before this. But I'm, I'm a little bit perplexed about where they're going with this Greek gods angle. But I guess we'll see. And I'm kind of hesitant about some of the plot developments in this episode and, and in this season. But, you know, there are ways the writers can handle it that would be interesting to me. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. Is always my stance. <laughs>
0: you see, yeah. this is why we put you first, Annie, because Chris and I are a lot more measured about this episode than you are. I I thought this episode was just okay. There were some good scenes here and there. And yes, Annie, Beau, and Lauren were cute, especially at the end. Uh, but I, I thought it lacked urgency, given that the world was supposedly ending. It seems like people were just kind of strolling at a leisurely pl- pace throughout most of the episode. And I just continue to be confused and underwhelmed by the overly complicated storyline that they're going for with with Bo's father. So I, it was only an okay episode for me.
1: I mean, yeah, that that those points, I'm kind of like, what's going on? And why is Nyx and Iris? Because I'd kind of missed that point or forgotten it because it'd been so long since the last episode. And I was just kind of like, okay, another threat. And why do we have so many threats here and so many ancients and now Bo's father? And so it's just, yeah, that part's a bit all over the place. I'm like, we kinda need to shave off some of these characters like Mark. But (laughs) just can't just think about Mark. It
2: it (laughs) felt like some of the urgency was maybe taken out of that just the fact that like he'd been stabbed and lying in the park for like ten months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then it
1: picks up right after and you're all oh
0: And I was, I was disappointed we didn't see Vex at all in this episode. He was so upset when he, Mm -hmm. you know, was bringing Mark to Dyson trying to go get help. And no, we never, yeah, we never, we never see if Vex knows if Mark's okay. I hope we see him Mm -hmm. in the next episode. Yeah. I missed Vex. Mm hmm. Well, let's talk about stuff that made us happy. That is what we like to do in these short episodes. So despite my reservations about the ancient storyline and feeling kind of confused about it, I feel like the actors continue to be quite good, especially Amanda Walsh. And I particularly enjoyed her line that she had where she was talking to Tamsin and she said, you know, I've never met a high cheekbone I didn't like, <laughs> but I got to say that is not a great look on you.
1: <laughs> and then Tamsin just like the, the Valkyrie face fades and she's like rolling her eyes going, oh, crap. <laughs> T- Tamsin's many eye rolls at uh, at Z was pretty funny. Tempsen was pretty entertaining this episode. Yeah,
0: I thought she had some good stuff.
2: But yeah, I, I agree with you, Stephanie, about the ancients. Like, I don't quite get whether going story wise with bringing them in, but I do like the actors that they have playing the parts. Yeah.
0: Because so. I thought those interactions that we got between Hera and Z in this episode were great. Like that was those were some of the moments where I was leaning into my screen and and really caught up in the storytelling was seeing the dynamic between those two. So I think the actors are great. I just am uncertain about the storyline.
2: That's fair. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, let's get back to our main character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. No.
1: That's the urgency I have with so many characters and so many storylines. I'm like, yeah, but I want to see what's going on with Dyson and Lauren and Bo and when's Kenzie coming back and exactly. all that stuff. No, yeah. I'm
0: right there with you guys. I'm, I'm just saying it's not the actors that are making me disinterested yeah. in the storyline. I think they're doing a great job. Although, Mm -hmm. my, my one thing about the whole, all the scenes with
1: Tamsin and Z and Hera, I'm like, Tamsin, you're a Valkyrie. Can't you get out of those ropes? I mean, obviously you haven't had Kenzie's shadow thief training because, you know, if Lauren can get out of that kind of stuff, all you gotta do is pull. So.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did like her line about, uh, something about like, I'm, I'm over this and my hands hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Speaking of Tamsin, I also really loved hearing her call Lauren Lewis a couple of times when she came to the clinic later. (laughs) I liked it because they've been catty with each other earlier this season. But it seems like even though Tamsin was pretty heartbroken about the whole Bo-Lauren thing, it seems like Tamsin is maybe not taking it out on Lauren so much anymore. She seemed very friendly with Lauren at the end of this episode here, and I liked that. I was wondering
1: if she was just calling her Lewis and being more formal with her to distance herself from the fact that Bo and Lauren together. And I felt, you know, I was like, oh, poor Tamsin. But
0: but doesn't it seem kind of like a cop thing? Because Tamsin's a cop. Yeah, Yeah, to me, it it seems very like you're a colleague of mine. Yeah. You know, I thought it was more friendly that she was giving her kind of a nickname. To me,
1: it just kind of came out of the blue because she hadn't called
0: her that before. But on
1: the other hand, it it was kind of funny. I had to rewind it and go, what? Did she just call her Lewis?" So but it was done with that classic Tamsin snark that was made it pretty funny at the same time.
0: I also really appreciated that, even though they established early on that Tamsin couldn't use, you know, her Valkyrie doubt powers on Z and Hera, the way that she gets under their skin is still playing with their doubt. So I like mm-hmm. that they they kept very in character and like what Tamsin's strengths are as a Valkyrie in her storyline uh, by by the way she interacted with Hera and Z.
1: Yep, I thought that was pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like that Alicia was back in this episode me and that too. she bought groceries for Dyson. I was I like, know. oh, how cute. But that's <laughs> totally me. I've got like four kinds of mayonnaise in my fridge. Dyson has four <laughs> kinds of mustard and like nothing else. Okay, name your types of mayonnaise. I'm curious now. I don't know. I just keep buying them and I'm not using it like a vegan <laughs> and a regular kind and a
2: a lot. And I hate mustard, <laughs> it so makes I don't know. I also have, fridge. like, four different mayonnaisees in my fridge. Yeah. So, Do you have any... So. I
0: was curious if either of you had any of, like, the Chipotle mayonnaise, like, flavored ones. Ew. Yes. Oh, I didn't
1: know they made those. Yeah. Gross.
0: No. That's, that's good.
1: good. Sriracha
0: mayo. Ooh. Ew. 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 Garlic Ew. mayo. Ew. <laughs> Apparently, Chris and I can share a sandwich, but not, not us and Annie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good to know. But going back to Alicia, I think it's really... Uh, <laughs>
0: Let's talk about mayonnaise some more.
1: (laughs) No, not mayonnaise. Okay, I'm sorry I brought it up. Shall we switch over to to mustard? (laughs) No, I hate mustard. Hate it, hate it. (laughs) I've got about four different kinds of
2: mustard
0: in my fridge, Me too. You got regular, you got Dijon, you got... (laughs) horseradish but back to alicia and alicia didn't die (laughs) i was so happy yay i know me too
1: for a second i was sure she was gonna die i know i know so thanks for not going there show Mm -hmm. but but Mm -hmm. Dyson, it's like it's like reading somebody into the cia and telling Mm -hmm. them you're in the cia dyson really needs to read alicia into the world of the fae right now So I'm like, okay, Dyson, you got to tell her, especially since Kevin Brown's body is still around. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they can go around that and somehow get Hera out of there, but keep the body.
0: I really like what, I think it's both a combination of the actress and, and how Alicia is being written. Because we mm-hmm. have these very stereotypical moments where it's, you know, Dyson throwing himself between... A dangerous person and this helpless woman, but at the same time, I feel like she's not just falling into a damsel in distress trap. Because I loved yeah. that scene that they had after the confrontation with Iris, where she's just like, "What is going on? I am not crazy." Like, I, I, I appreciate that. I feel like they're walking a good line with Alicia. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but then I'm like, and then Dyson comforts her by pulling her into his bloody shirt. <laughs>
1: Or Dyson had to wear that bloody shirt that whole episode. But it's just like, I'm not sure how comforting
0: that would be. <laughs> Didn't have that much blood on it. It is a little contradictory, right? Like, calm down. Here's my bloody shirt. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm covered in my son's blood.
2: <laughs> say, it's just my son's blood. It's no big deal. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's really. fine. He might die, but whatever. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I shouldn't joke about that. You know what else I loved?
0: What did you love, Chris?
2: Bo being Bo. Oh, I and that. <laughs> yeah, because like I, I missed her, and I don't know that I realized how much I missed her until this is. I think I go through this every beginning episode of every season or mm-hmm. half season, is the case Bo's maybe. Back, yeah. And there's that whole line where she's talking about she's telling Lauren about her arm, <laughs> her really messed up arm. <laughs> yeah. It's not so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I love the. I love talk about talk to the hand jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I thought of that course was a great would Go there.
0: Yeah, and Lauren's reaction. Are you being serious? <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny because later Bo's like trying to see a, a bright side to the situation, and like you saw a bright side to a hand that was devouring you alive. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bo, stretch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just, I didn't realize how much I l- missed the show. I, I realized I had this huge unconscious grin on my face like five minutes
0: in. I'm like, oh, I missed you, show. I love you, show. I missed you so. characters. Yeah. Yes. It always feels like I'm seeing my, seeing friends again after a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And speaking of friends,
1: I love Lauren and Dyson in that first lab scene where he's thanking her for taking care of Mark. And I'm like,
0: oh, wolf pants bromance. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and I mean, I get where Lauren was coming from trying to tell him like, y- you know, I, I, w- you would have done the same for me, essentially, but I wouldn't be like Lauren. Take the appreciation. Take the compliment. Take the yeah. thank you. <laughs> <sighs> and the lab coat is back and scrubs, different color scrubs. And it was
1: interesting to see Lauren in tennis shoes, which is weird instead of like some yeah. really cool boots. yeah,
0: like, it was tennis shoes or like maybe some kind yeah. of a rubber shoe that you can get blood off of easily. I mean, it made sense why he so. was why she was wearing them, but it was strange to see them on her.
1: I know, I know. And then I'm like, later, I notice the height difference between when Bo and Lauren are in that two shot together, when they're looking at Dyson and Mark. And I'm like, wow, Bo's just on like, four inch heels and Lauren's in her tennis shoes. And there's like this half a head height between them. So that just made me giggle. But it was a cute shot. Yes, yes, yes. Annie's DocuBuster alert. And and Lauren trying to be ever so, you know, the doctor and take care of her girlfriend and take care of Bo's hand, even if she can't touch her, and Bo has to keep going, stop, don't touch me. I know you really want to have sex now, but don't touch me. <laughs> I don't remember that line, Annie. I don't remember that part. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, uh, Nix slash Iris was on my shit list because I'm like, oh, if those two can't touch and have sex for like a long, long time, I will not be happy. <laughs> oh, it's devouring Beau. Well you better fix that problem quick. But of course Lauren had like a salve or something. Oh, this is will help something that's devouring your, your life, basically. I have that in my lab. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> she has everything sure. in her lab. Why not? But that was a really sweet moment when Bo is torn apart by people dying again and that's so Beau, you know, wanting to save Iris, wanting to save everybody, and Lauren reassuring her about everybody she saved and Bo's still being really sad about it. I'm like, oh, listen to your girlfriend, Bo. I would. But and then they're back together. Oh my god. The scene where where Lauren said there was that first line when Lauren said, Oh, we're back together, but it's before the end of the world. There was that second part of the sentence. I literally did not hear it because it was drowned out by my scream of joy, because it was confirmed that they're back together! DocuBus is back together, in case you didn't know. And they're holding hands! Only waited five years for this. They confirmed they were back together in end of phase, though. Yeah, I know, but I just like to hear them say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I guess it's like the whole situation where we where
2: we thought they were getting back together at the end of last season, and then this season started off, and exactly. like, they weren't. So I guess maybe that's why Annie is relieved because like this okay. is a verbal confirmation. This is not a drill, people. They're <laughs> back together. They were cute, though. They were yes. at the end. They there, were very with cute. The- Hand-holding as they stroll down the, down the sidewalk. Yes. And the, I
1: can think of three reasons. I like when the gets excited. So She's adorable. adorable. She's adorable. Except that mint green blazer was just not working for her. Normally I like everything <gasps> she wears. but I, Shut just, up. I thought she looked good. Ah, I knew it. We, of course, we always agree, uh, disagree on clothing. But
0: that just cracks me up. So I was just like, eh, the color, no. Though that is a jacket I would think they would put on Tamsin. They seem to really like to put her in green jackets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the three reasons. And it ends with...
1: I love you, Bo Dennis, and I love no. you. Oh, confirmation. No. No. God! <laughs> Stephanie, do not pop my docubus bubble. I'm not going to let you. <laughs> Except one thing that will pop my docubus bubble is that horrible shot, that which I screamed out loud even though I knew it was coming. It was the truck striking Lauren. And I think, had that shot been not been shown in the sci-fi promo, they should have left it out because yep. it had more impact, literally. Yep. And that began more fan speculation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But... Yeah, the shot of Lauren sucking chi, I did not quite expect it to happen like that. I don't know, I just expected Uh Lauren to come up. But, holy fish sticks, as Allison would say. Because the document sex is going to be spectacular from now on. It's going to be, yes, great. Oh, sorry. It's going to be effing great. (laughs) But, yeah, it's, uh, we'll see where it goes. I don't know, I'm just kind of, yeah, like Chris's. We'll see what happens. I just, I just want a sex scene.
0: I know you do. You know, I
1: know you do.
2: Everybody I, knows you everybody do. Everybody
0: knows you do. A longer than, you know, couple seconds one. Yes, please. Like we got in Here Comes the Night. Mm-hmm. So let us know your thoughts, your feelings, your squeeze about this episode. That was me applauding. <laughs> you can go and leave a comment on the show notes over at com slash 109. You can also send us an email, feedback, at com. You can call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223, or you can record a voice memo with your smartphone and email it to us. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks with the Doll. My name is Stephanie. Documus, cheese sucking spectacular, long-lasting sex.
1: My name is Annie. I'm sorry, is Annie <laughs> done? <laughs> My
0: name is Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. We are talking about episode 509, 44 Minutes to Save the World, and giving our first impressions about this episode.
2: That stunned silence is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Do I start? <laughs>